Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey No. From 7 till 11, live, local, and live. Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live, local, and live. And just like that is Thursday night in New Jersey. Where did the week go? I'm into it. I'm telling you, it's going to be a great weekend. Going to be at Wendy's on uh, giving away the backpacks, on uh, taking the backpacks for the uh, gift cards. That's going to be on Saturday morning from 11 to 1. Then 3 to 7, I'm going to be uh, broadcasting live from the Asbury Park Boardwalk. So uh, I can't wait for the weekend. Right now we got Thursday night, which we refer to as Friday Eve on the Steve Trevely Show. Thursday night, it's where you you put the beverages in the in the fridge, put them on ice for when the weekend starts. If you want to sneak in a drink, I'm okay with it. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five is the number, and uh, I got to start this off. Uh, I guess the easy way to say this, uh, Amy the guy has got to go. Uh, if you're a council person and you're serving a town, Jersey City for this sake, and your constituents don't want you there, why are you staying? And why don't they want you there? Well, there's a whole lot of stuff. Most recently, uh, running over someone, uh, you know, uh, a bicyclist who ran a light. Guy was totally in the wrong. But uh, she was even more wrong in a hit and run. Uh, and the whole thing was caught on video. And Eric Scott wrote about it on NJ1015.com. Uh, for those calling on Jersey City Councilwoman Amy DeGeist to resign, she hears you. She's not going to do it. She's been pretty much quiet since her arrest, uh, fleeing the scene, July 19th. Uh, she was captured on video hitting a bicyclist at an intersection. Now, the bicyclist ran a red light, truth be told. Uh, but she did not stop to report the accident. She just kept going. Then... Uh, Basically, what's going on here, uh, there was a council meeting last night, went about five, five hours, according to what I'm looking at here, and uh, there were people just calling for her to resign. We're asking you to step down, said one. Amy DeGeis, if you truly care about the people in this city and their health and their safety, you must resign. Do it now. Resign. Thank you, one person said. Uh, it's a couple of things here. First of all, my cousin, John Paul, was killed by a driver while he was riding his bike. He was riding his bike in 2014, preparing for a marathon run from a, a dry bike ride from Houston to New Orleans to raise money for the Red Cross. A woman uh, trying to figure out her directions uh, went to make a left turn, trying to like get close to the sign to see it. And she's looking at the sign. She didn't see my cousin. And she ran him over while he's on his bike. And uh, he eventually, he died, you know, like a few days later. So, you know, I uh, this kind of, you know, hits me. But the idea that someone would actually hit and run, someone of responsibility, someone of stature, a councilwoman, would run somebody over and then keep going. To me, reprehensible. 
I don't know what the excuse. Yeah, you know, I don't know what excuse you could say. How you rationalize that? Uh, she won't talk about it, you know, until after the court proceedings. I'd love to hear what the excuse they come up with in the court proceedings. But regardless of that, if this is what you're doing, if this is the type of person you are, is this the type of person that you want involved in the running of your town? one 800 Secondly, have you ever been involved in a hit and run? What happened? How did that work out for you? Now, in this case, the man on the bike, his name is Andrew Black. Uh, he's clearly seen running the red light before he's allegedly hit by the guy's SUV. He was injured, but he survived. And the guy's was later issued two summonses for leaving the scene, failing to report the accident until six hours later. Uh, fellow councilman James Solomon, among those calling for the guys to step down from her position of power, uh, she makes about, according to this, about two hundred grand a year, and uh, she lives. Uh, hold on. Uh, you know what? I'm trying to find it. Uh, basically, the situation about where she lives. She said she felt horrible about the crash. She would not be answering any questions or commenting on the incident due to pending litigation. See, that's the part I don't like. You, it, you know, if you're an elected official, and people do this all the time, they hide behind the lawyers. Yeah, I'd love to athletes do it. I'd love to talk to you. Uh, but, but I can't. No, 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 no. You have a responsibility to say something. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this? Jersey City Councilwoman, hit and run, uh, hits a guy on a bike. Runs him over. He survives. She uh, gets two summonses for hit and run. Reports the accident six hours later. People are calling for her to resign. Do you think she should resign? We can get into all the past stuff. We can get into, you know, anything that went on before that. Driving record, etc. But do you think that she should resign? And there are those that are uh, talking about her driving record and her use of low-income housing. Your thoughts. And have you ever been involved in a hit and run? I can't imagine anything worse. You don't know what happened, and then you don't know who to turn to. You don't know where to turn. And it's amazing how the police, when these things do happen, are able to figure out who did it. You know, are able to come up with the answers usually quickly. How did it work out for you? 1-800-283-101.5. In the weeks since the accident, various media outlets have uncovered a long history of driving infractions, license suspension, unpaid parking tickets, and there were also reports that the guy lives in a low-income housing despite making nearly $200,000 a year. Oh, my God, Hudson County, I'm totally shocked. <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. But what do you think of this? You know, you have all the facts now. Whether or not you live in Jersey City, you have all the facts. An elected official hit somebody, you know, hit and run, and then uh, doesn't want to step down, even though there be, she's being called to step down, even though her, her constituents want her to step down. The people that voted her in now want her out. Would you step down? I would. I mean, I, I, wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want to be someplace where I'm not wanted. But how do you see it? and tell me the story of your hit and run. 
You want to work with an agent who has buyers lined up and can't get your home sold fast? I'm sorry. You want to work with an agent who has buyers lined up and can get your home sold fast? Call Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage and start looking for your new home today. Eugene and May called Rob to tell their home Dell home to, because they wanted to move to Florida. Calling Rob is always the best idea if you want to reach your goals without delay, and there was no delay. It took only nine days for there to be five showings and multiple offers. They accepted an offer for $830,000 cash, which was $30,000 over the list price. The extra cash will no doubt come in handy finding their next home in Florida. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. No worries if your situation changes. You can get out of the contract at any time. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com. Or Google robsellsnj. And then you start packing. Here's fast traffic. Samsung Automall. Over 600 certified pre-owned vehicles, all backed by their 72-hour money-back guarantee. Plus, receive top dollar for your trade, complimentary maintenance for your first year, and easy credit. Visit SansoneAuto.com. Sometimes, it's just better to face the music. If you're an elected councilwoman in Jersey City, and you uh, run over a guy on a bike, even though the guy ran a red light, which means he's in the wrong, you're probably not going to have a problem here. Don't run. Report. Do the right thing. Amy, the guys did not do the right thing. Daddy's getting involved. That's a whole other thing. We'll get to that. But right now, what, you, what, what should Amy do? Amy uh, went to the meeting last night and refused to talk about it. She's not stepping down, but refused to talk about it. Pending litigation. When in doubt. Pending litigation. Your thoughts. D is in Marlboro, a New Jersey 101.5. Hi, D. Hi, how are you? Um, yeah, this makes me so angry because, you know, one of the biggest problems, I think, in New Jersey is the hubris of people that are elected and have political connections. They just don't think the laws apply to them. No. They think they can do whatever they want. Yep. And I think part of the problem with that is that we have politically appointed judges. And so lots of times, if they've got the right connections, sure, they do get away with it. You know, and that's part of the problem in New Jersey. Politically uh, appointed judges who look the other way on people like her, she broke the law, she left the scene, anyone else would be in so much trouble, and she just thinks she's going to just walk away from this and have no repercussions. Well, you know what? That's a scary thing is the fact that she could. But if you're if you're an elected official and the people who elected you are telling you they don't want you there, step down. At what point, you know, are you just you know are you just screwing them by being there? At what point are you sticking it to attention. them? Yeah, you know, I really hope people pay attention to what happens here because it's just another. Um, example of one of the huge problems in New Jersey, and everyone knows it, everybody talks about it, you know, the politically connected just play by different rules. And it's got to stop, honestly. It ain't stopping with this governor, but yeah, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Welcome to Hudson County. Maureen is in Middletown on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Maureen. Hi, how are you tonight? Good, how are you? Good. Um, the reason why I called is because I had read two articles online about this case, and both of those articles said that not only is she a councilwoman, but apparently she's the chairman of the Democratic Committee in Hudson County. And if those two articles are correct, then nothing's going to happen to her because it's so political up there. 
And like the previous caller said, the judges are all appointed to that. And if she was going to be in trouble, she already would have resigned. She should resign. And I just hope for the guy who's the victim that he doesn't get charges put on him instead of her. Yeah, like, really. It'll, it'll be him for running his bike into her car. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise uh-huh. me. Yeah, it wouldn't be surpri- it wouldn't surprise me in Jersey City. That's a good point. Nope. Maureen, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to Avi in Livingston on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Avi. Hey, thanks for taking my call. So um, two points. I think even if people tell her to resign, she is not going to resign because she's not there to serve people. She is there to make her own money and get connections and grow richer. Right. So mm-hmm. that's why she's not resigning. And the second thing is, yes, if you've seen the video, it's not like, oh, she nicked someone and she didn't know. And she she purposely this guy flew up. Right. So this was like a major thing. You have to notice what you do. And just out of humanity, you have to stop and check if you're OK, if I can take you to the hospital. So she doesn't have basic human values. So she has no right being a councilwoman. Can she be fired? Like, is there a way to fire her? I don't, you know what? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that, you know, she says she's not stepping down. And they should, you know, absolutely. Just based on everything you said, you know, what kind of a human being are you that you don't do the right thing? She's the daughter of Hudson County Executive and Democratic Power Broker Tom DeGeis. And uh, he's been supporting her. He's uh, he's on her side in this. He's upset at the Jersey Journal because they are not crazy about her. Uh, it's it, it shouldn't be happening. It, it, it shouldn't be happening. But again, it just makes you feel so powerless when you see this happen. Well, she was. She was issued summonses. Now she's going to get her day in court. So let's see how that goes. And she claims she can't talk about it until the court case, which is just something you hide behind. Right. Imagine you and I doing this. Oh, forget it. Forget it. We then we'd have no chance. Avi, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. And that's what's so frustrating about it. 1-800-283-101.5. Jersey City Councilwoman Amy DeGeis, uh, she's been asked to resign by uh, many people at a meeting. Says she's not going to do it. Uh, she was arrested for fleeing the scene of an accident on July 19th. She was captured on video hitting a bicyclist at an intersection and never stopping. He ran a red light. In the two weeks since the accident, various media outlets uncovered a long history of driving infractions, license suspensions, unpaid parking tickets, and there were reports that uh, she lives in a low-income housing despite making nearly $200,000 a year. This is from uh, Eric Scott's post at nj1015.com. How do you feel about it? Yvonne is in New Brunswick. Rick on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Yvonne. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. What are you thinking? Well, I mean, you hit a human being with your car and you need to stop. Doesn't that just make sense? Like, why would you have to, you know, uh, have to say that? And yet you do, you know, because not everybody gets that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I hit a cat once with my car and I pulled over and I was weeping and crying because this cat ran in front of my car. I can't imagine hitting a person with your car and you just drive away and you just just keep going, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, so she should be she should definitely just step down. It's, it's just that would have been the right thing to do. But this isn't about the right thing to do. This is about, you know, taking care of yourself, looking out for yourself. Yvonne, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Joe is in Patterson. What's up, Joe? Hey, Steve. Uh, great show as always. You know, I'm going to uh, surprise you. I'm going to take the side of the politician. 
Because okay. it's probably, she couldn't stop. She was probably late for a meeting uh, with the town council to raise taxes and increase <laughs> tolls. So there's no way she could stop and uh, investigate this um, this accident. She had to get and vote for higher taxes and higher tolls. I mean, that's my take on it. Unbelievable. All right, All right Joe. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Your thoughts, 1-800-283-101.5. It drives you nuts when it happens to, you know, again, you just, you just know she's going to get off. Have you ever been involved in a hit and run before? Have you ever been involved if someone actually hit you, took off, and there's nothing you can do about it? While it's happening, you can't believe that it's happening. What did you do? Were you able to get the license plate number? Were the police able to track it down? 1-800-283-101.5. You ever been involved in a hit and run? I've never been involved in a hit Thank and run. God. Yeah, I'm knocking on wood right now, but I did witness one. Like, I hit a bunch of parked cars and just rattled out and went on. But uh, we got the license plate. Good. Called the police. But um, You got to figure, like, if you're doing it, somebody you're going to get caught. There are cameras everywhere. Yeah. There are light, I mean, people are getting your license plate number. The whole, People are watching. You know, How it, can you even think you can get away with it? It's heartbreaking. We report on stories like this a lot. And, you know, I, my heart goes out f- to the families who, sure. you know, may never get closure on something like this. It's just awful. And then the frustration when you see some rich person, you know, a politician getting away, look like they're going to get away with it, drives people even more nuts. Yeah. 7.30. Now the latest. Weather also brought to you by the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Need health insurance? Through Get Covered New Jersey, you may qualify for affordable health coverage if you've recently had a major life event or meet certain income levels. Visit GetCoveredNJ.com. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. Funny thing happened when Jersey City Councilman Amy DeGeese, as in DeGeese, uh, ran a red light and ran over a bicycle. Actually, she, hit, she was the hit and run. The bicyclist ran the red light. She was involved in a hit and run. Took six hours to report the accident. People are calling for her to step down. Should she step down? She, uh, she hears what you're saying. But she's not stepping down. How do you feel about that? Ron is in Lacey on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Ron. Hey, pal. Happy uh, Friday Eve, first of all. Thank you very much. Number two, it's beyond unconscionable that you could be involved in a situation like this and not stop and render aid and possibly save the life of the person that was on the bike. I mean, that just to me is beyond you know, what you would do. And number two, in situations like this, you often hear that a lawyer will advise if you've possibly been drinking to go home for hours, get the alcohol out of the system, and then go back and admit to what happened. Yeah, but we don't know anything about that. You know, all we got, all we can go by, all we've got is what we've got. And what we've got is that it was a hit and run. And, uh, you know, and it took six hours to report the accident. But that's, again, that's what I'm looking at here. So, I mean, the rest of it is all supposition. But again, no matter what your position is as a, a, a human, Oh, as a human being, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you if you hit somebody and you know you hit somebody, then you absolutely do. 
You know, uh, she's accused of hitting a cyclist with a car in July without stopping or even slowing down. The man on the bike clearly seen running the red light before he is allegedly hit by the SUV. He was injured, but he survived. She was later issued two summonses for leaving the scene and failing to report the accident until six hours later. It will be interesting, Steve, to see how this whole thing shakes out. Absolutely. And you know what? How do you stand in front of your people? How can you ever stand in front of your people and speak knowing that you did this and knowing that they know? Ron, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You're trying to gain the trust of people. You want people to place their confidence in you. This is how you act. But again, you know, the elected officials, there are people, not all. Not all. There are politicians who actually really believe they can make a difference. And then you've got this. I'll do what I want. You got a problem with that? You know, and then Daddy steps in. Ken is in Princeton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Ken. Hey, this is actually Jerry. Uh, I think it's me, but... Uh, oh, yeah, I got Jerry. I, I hear you're Ken. I'm no sorry. Problem. <laughs> I actually don't think you asked me my name, but anyhow. We'll call you Jerry. Uh, no problem. Yeah, call me whatever you want. Uh, yeah, I was with my daughter. She was a freshman in high school. We were in Flemington driving where it's like a divided highway. Right. And you came up, we came up to an, an intersection where, you know, like... When you go to turn left, then then suddenly a lane kind of appears for the left hand left turn. Yeah, so I I pull into that lane just as it goes. It was like drizzling. I pull into the lane as soon as you can, and I'm maybe ten feet from the intersection, and I got rear-ended by a truck that must have been going fifty miles an hour. We got pushed through the intersection, and it's a divided highway there. So I literally got pushed through the intersection into oncoming traffic oh my god i mean and i was i mean thank god there was like only a couple cars coming north because you know that that's yeah. pretty busy and and it's a divided highway so i'm literally on the wrong side of the highway in oncoming traffic pushed through the intersection right and and then i literally was able to it, fortunately it was a small divider you could kind of take your car over right so i was able to do that and then pull in and there was a lot of you know there's a lot of malls on that road so I like pulled over, and I mean, my daughter was just absolutely terrified, and sure. and no sign of the guy because I'm sure he was turning left there and just couldn't slow down because he was going so fast. But he never came back. Never, never came back. Never saw him. Just took tour off, and there's nothing for me to report because I didn't see the other than seeing it was a truck. I, I mean, I was focused on keeping us alive. I wasn't focused on taking his number down. I was focused on not crashing into another car and, and keeping my daughter from having a meltdown. Um, and it was like incredibly terrifying, but there was like, in some sense, there was nothing we could do about it. Cause literally when you're focused on saving your life, you're not worried about like catching a license plate. No, that's the thing. And you don't even realize what's happening to you. You're trying to just gain your own bearings, you know, just trying to figure oh, out what's going on trying and, to maintain and your daughter. Life. Right. And, and, but you got to figure that this guy that did this, right. And you don't think he, he, you know, he doesn't know what he did. Turn around, come yeah. back, make sure you're okay. You know, reports, you know, call the cop from your cell phone. Hey man, I just get this guy. Here's what's going on. You need to get over there. Yeah. It's just heartless for people to do this. It's especially today, when you can't make a move without being seen by somebody. Yeah, I mean, this is like 15 years ago, maybe. So, I mean, it was before where there was cameras everywhere. But, right. Uh, it was pretty darn terrifying, but it, it's also, you feel helpless because it's like, they're, they're, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to sure. call the cops and tell them what. Uh, a car hit me. I don't know where it went. I don't know what it looked like. 
I don't know what this is. I mean, you could prove a car hit me, mm-hmm. but you know, they I should hear it. They should stay. They could be able to see it by you know by looking at you, looking at the car. But still, yeah. yeah. That, so whatever happened, you know, did they? Uh, nothing. nothing. I mean, no, nothing. I mean, I didn't. I never reported it because, again, what, I mean, what was the point? What, what is what what. You know what? What's the good of reporting it? I mean, there's there's no way you're gonna identify. No way to identify the person that hit me. Mm-hmm. No, I see what you're saying, but you know what? Just yeah. to get it, just to get it on record. You know, I, I would yeah, say so, do it that way. What you want to do is just I mean, I was to just happy that that we weren't hurt and we were alive. You know, I was like happy enough that it could have been so much worse than than it was. Yeah, absolutely. Jerry, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Jersey City Councilwoman Amy DeGis, they're calling for her to resign. She was involved in a hit and run. Uh, she's been silent since she was arrested for fleeing the scene of an accident July 19th. DeGis was captured on video hitting a bicyclist at an intersection and never stopping. In the week since the accident, various media outlets uncovered a long history of driving infractions, license suspensions, unpaid parking tickets. Reports Dejeese lives now in low-income housing despite making nearly $200,000 a year. Welcome to Hudson County. All right. Your thoughts. 1-800-283-101.5. Vince August will be calling in in just a second. Very, uh, a, a very funny comedian who uh, used to be a judge. So we got a lot to hear. Steve Trevelisse here. You know when it comes to authentic Italian specialties, nobody does it better than Tuscany Italian Market in Marlboro, Manalpin, and now Freehold. Bring that same quality and authenticity to your next summer event or barbecue with Tuscany's catering services, Italian barbecue feast, luau, or clam bake packages, or order their Texan buffet menu with the most delicious barbecue meats and ribs. See for yourself at any of their three locations or online at TuscanyCateringNJ.com. Remember, if it's not Tuscany, it's imitation. Beautiful weather. New Jersey 101.5 going back to school with Project Backpack. Project Backpack helps Garden State kids go back to school with brand new backpacks. You want to help? Join me this Saturday. I'll be at the Wendy's on Route 9 in Freehold starting at 11 a.m. Everyone who donates a backpack gets a free Wendy's gift card of family passes to Legoland Discovery Center in Philadelphia while supplies last. For more on Project Backpack, visit nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Wendy's and Rob Dukansky at robsellsnj.com. All right, Jersey City Councilwoman Amy DeGeese has uh, been asked to resign for over five hours and 100 people asking for her resignation. She says, I hear you, but uh-uh. She's involved in a hit and run, didn't uh, report the accident for six hours, and... Uh, the comment on this situation is, my friend, and one of the funniest comedians you will ever see, who is also a New Jersey municipal judge, Vince August. How you doing, Vince? She's a one-woman Grand Theft Auto. Are you kidding me? What the? <laughs> I love when you come on. You put it all in perspective. You're such a great judge. The Jesus, more like the Jesus Christ. Slow down, lady. <laughs> Let me tell you. The thing... The thing that she's sitting there saying is, look, I can't talk about an ongoing case, this and that. What I would have said is, no, 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 it's an ongoing case. You know what? Yeah. And here's the funny thing, Steve. She had the right of way. Yeah. This is one of those cases where if she would have stopped, she would have said, hey, listen, I have the green light. This guy comes out of nowhere. What am I going to do? And it would have been gone. It's the fact that she's gotten away with it so many times over and over again mm-hmm. that that's why she doesn't stop. That's why she keeps going and doesn't care. Well, somebody called earlier 
saying that she's the head of the Democratic Committee in Hudson County and that right. the judges are appointed in Hudson County and that that's right. why she'll get away with it. You mean to tell me you think that that has anything to do with anything in Hudson County? I'm you honestly saying. believe that there's that type of nepotism? <laughs> Never in a million years! <laughs> Let me tell you, there's a couple of counties where, as a practicing lawyer, that when someone comes in and they have a case and they say, and they say, where, where, where's your case? And they go, Hudson County. I go, you know what? I'm going to send you out to somebody else. <laughs> it's, it's one of the, it's one of like three of the 21 counties I don't go to. I try to avoid it. I take the bridge. I won't even take the tunnel. I don't even thought taking the Lincoln Tunnel <laughs> to have to go through Hudson County. That's what it is, you know. But this is where we are. And uh, for five hours, they tried to get her last night to resign, and she says, uh, uh, "I hear you, but I'm not going to do it." And uh, it is what it is. But Steve, here's the ego. Look, man, and then, I don't know what happened, and and I blame some of this on Trump, and I know it's an upset some of your listeners. I blame some of this on Trump because what what happened is. Now there's just this brazen attitude of, oh, he got away with it. Look, 66 million people voted for him the second time. He beat Hillary the first time by being irreverent, not caring, not apologizing. You know what? Ah, it works for him. I'm going to do it too. And that's why I tell my friends, that's where Trump is bad, because now people are just going to be like, ah, you know what? I don't care. Just like he didn't care, I don't care. Yeah, so but she ain't Trump. You know, and, and and this is this is more hubris because she just feels like she can get away with it, and, and the, the old man's behind her, so you know they can do whatever they want. Trump's, she's got Trump's hubris, and she's got Joe Biden's ability to drive because we saw. The <laughs> I can only imagine what he. So she's a combination of the two, the combination. <laughs> hey, where are you going to be, Vince August? Tomorrow, I'm going out to Springfield, Illinois. We're doing the Illinois County Fair, uh, uh, which is far enough away from Chicago where we don't think bullets will hit us. Um, <laughs> you and Trevor know it. Yeah. And oh then, uh, after that, I'm, I'm doing some local gigs. I'm around, and I'm going out to the Emmys. Um, and then, yeah, we, Ottawa, Halifax, Toronto, Orlando, all over the place. And when you come back, you got to come in here, okay? I got to come in. You yeah. got it, pal. We're going to have some fun. You got it. All right, man. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk soon. Right. Good luck. Be safe. All right. Bye-bye. 1-800-283-101.5. That is Vince August. He is one of the funniest comedians you will ever hear. And he was a former municipal court judge in Huston County, was uh, Bergen County. He had to choose between comedy and the bench. Barbara, don't go anywhere. On your radio. On Uh, we'll be talking at 11 o'clock tonight, you and me, Steve Trevelyse, at 1-800-283-101.5. It's going to be a great weekend. Here we are. We call this Friday Eve. We get ready for the weekend. This is when, uh, when you put it all on ice and you get one more day. Tomorrow night, Big Joe Henry will be here with the uh, Big Joe Jersey house party. In the meantime, we'll be talking Jersey. Jersey's opening line's coming up at 10. 
And so we give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5 when the music comes out to play. If you get it right, we have your choice now. We have tickets to see uh, Sinatra at the Ocean Casino in Atlantic City, OceansAC.com. Michael Martucci does an incredible Frank Sinatra. He talks like Sinatra. He sings like Sinatra. He's got a 22-piece orchestra behind him, and uh, we're going to give away tickets to see him. Or we've got UB40 at NJ Pack on Sunday with the original Whalers. So uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a great show. Is my phone? I had my phone turned off. Why is my phone suddenly giving me notices? Uh-huh. All right, uh, it's kind of weird. I when was the last time you wore a mask? I haven't worn a mask in so long, and nor have I been in a place that required a mask. And today I had to go for an eye exam, and I walk in, and it hit me as soon as I walked in that everybody's masked. You know, the the person behind the counter is masked, the patient's in the room. Everybody's masked. I'm like, masks? Masks? Because, uh, you know, like, uh, when it comes to the mask, you know, my views are kind of like uh, Dr. Fauci's. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. That's the way I feel about it. And when I heard that, I'm thinking, you know, and I had to go get one. And luckily, I had a couple in the car. Uh, one which actually didn't fit me anymore. I guess my head grew, but I got a, I got a cool, cool mask. In fact, I'll get it to you, Kyle. It's a mask. It's got the four beetles, and it says across the mouth, speaking words of wisdom. I love that. Uh, but anyway, it turns out that Rutgers University is going to require all students and staff to mask up for the new semester. If you go to Rutgers, if you work at Rutgers, you got to wear the mask. And like Murphy's not requiring the schools to wear the masks, right? Students don't have to wear the mask when they go back to school. My sons aren't wearing a mask when they go back to school. Teachers don't have to wear the mask. Why does Rutgers have to wear the mask? A message posted on their website, Rutgers officials say, it is clear that the COVID-19 virus in some form is now a permanent part of our daily lives. But... Is it to where we should be walking around in masks? The notice go on to inform masks will still be required in all indoor teaching spaces, libraries, and clinical settings. Notice does not offer a justification for the masking requirement, but states compliance is mandatory. So if you, you know, Rutgers is a state school. Our taxes pay for Rutgers as well. If you go to Rutgers, or if uh, you work at Rutgers, how do you feel about this? Are we now past the point? Shouldn't we be way past the point of wearing masks? Do we not have coronavirus under control that if you have it, you know, how many people have you come in contact with? You know, once upon a time, I got corona. Oh, my God. Diving under the bed right now. I got corona. Okay, whatever. To take the study, I took the pill. Even the commercials have changed. Once upon a time, it was get the virus and you get the vaccine. Now it's, well, you maybe you may be eligible for the pill. You know, hey, Dad, can we change the radio? You know, that stupid commercial. But why are we still wearing masks? And do you believe? Are you one of the people out there? Because I still, do you still see people wearing masks? Because I do occasionally. I saw a woman in a car with the windows up in a mask. What are you protecting yourself from? And it's not even like cliche. I actually see this. And you want to go over and say something, and then it's like, it's not even worth it. 
It's not even worth it. You know, we had a heat wave, and you have a heat wave, and you see people walking outside in the heat wave in mass. They're going to die. They're going to fall over and collapse. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about the idea of Rutgers University requiring all students and staff to wear masks in the new semester? Do you think that we're past all that? Do you think this is just like, I don't know, a political statement? Covering their ass? I mean, what is it? Do you really believe that you're are they that concerned about the spread of coronavirus in 2022? With all the, you know, the, the vaccines that we've got out, people have been vaccinated. New Jersey came in, what is it, like 8% of New Jersey not vaccinated? I got a blog on the website, nj1015.com. Wallet Hub made us the second happiest state to live in. And they talk about the high vaccination rate in New Jersey. So why, if you're going, you're paying tuition to go to school and you're going to spend that day wearing a mask, while you're trying to get work done. You know, we talked about this with kids. We talked about the schools, and the parents didn't want it. 1-800-283-101.5. Should it be mandatory at Rutgers? And I guess, you know, if you don't like it, don't go. But it's a state school. You know, a lot of people, you, know, you can afford Rutgers if you live in New Jersey, as opposed to, like, outside schools. You know they're uh, you know they're all about the sanctuary, right? Maybe we should some of those some of those buses from New York on your way on your way to New York. You want an education? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. But how do you feel about this? It's on nj one zero one five dot com. And again, I was really are you surprised now when you see people wearing a mask when you're in your everyday life? If you're wearing a mask, please call. Tell me what your rationale is now on wearing the mask. And if you're not wearing the mask, how do you feel when you see people wearing the mask right now? What are your thoughts? What goes through your head when you see that? Is it like, oh, my God, these people are smart. They're protecting themselves against the coronavirus. Or are you thinking, what a maroon? <laughs> to quote Bugs Bunny, 1-800-283-101.5. And how often do I quote Bugs Bunny? But, I mean, if I'm paying tuition, if I'm going to Rutgers, I got a problem with this. Everybody loves summer, but it's so short. You really only have a few months before the warmest weather is gone. If you still have that nagging pain, you need to do something about it now so you can enjoy the rest of the summer. Stop thinking it's just your age and you have to live with it. It's not. You don't. Thankfully, my friends at Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab will have you back to having fun with family and friends, back to doing what you want or need to do. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT machine. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Flemington, Toms River, and Woodcliffe Lake, so you know there's one near you. Get the most out of summer before it's gone. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. New Jersey 101.5's Judy Franco joined for the grand opening of the Value City Furniture and Mattress on Route 9 in Howell Sunday beginning at 11 o'clock. Take advantage of hot buys throughout the store. Enjoy free snacks from My Tree Truck to see where the big yellow van will be next. Visit the events page at nj1015.com. Steve Trevelisse. All right, in Rutgers, they're making them wear the mask. You got to wear the mask. 
Even though Dr. Fauci talked about the mask before he was told what to say about the mask when he actually uh, thought about it himself, came up with. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a, a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is you like the blockage droplet I, I went to the eye doctor today found out he had to wear a mask at the eye doctor jay is an eye doctor and he's in new jersey on new jersey 101.5 hi jay hi steve how you doing good buddy how are you I am excellent. I just came from the office. I always listen to your radio station. I want to tell you that the governor has mandated that all doctor's offices, eyes, dental, whatever, I know. must wear a mask. Uh, same thing happened to me at the den when I take my kids to the dentist. It's just so inconvenient. I mean, what's the point? You're not wearing it anywhere else. If you get COVID, you take the pill. You take the, you know, they have the treatments. If you most of the time you're vaccinated, and most people are vaccinated anyway. Why are we still doing this? It's it's insane. And I'll tell you something. Like you said, I see people driving with a mask. It, it's 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 getting out of hand. To be honest with you, it, it, it's getting it's sad. It's a sad statement because you're like you look at people and you're like you know can you not think for yourself can you not see this I mean just just you know logically speaking how the hell are you going to get the virus by yourself in a car with the windows up I know it's insane I had to tell you one thing if you don't mind it's a little off the trap and let me tell you right. the story real fast in 2020 I had 260 patients with styes. In 2021, I had 160 patients with styes. So I sat down with my colleagues and said, what's the common denominator? The common denominator was the mask wearing. People were wearing it too long. People were wearing it too high. And they were developing styes in their eyes. Really? That's good. Yes. All right. Thanks for that. Thanks for letting us know. That's I didn't no idea. Jay, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You know what? When I when I when I think about these things, I say to myself, if only there were a voice of reason, if only there was someone who could put this all in perspective. And he picks up the phone and he calls. Rich in Sayerville is on New Jersey 101.5. How you doing? I'm good. You? Not bad. Not bad. I, I'm just curious. Who? Who? Workers. What um, medical what medical institution are they taking this advice from about wearing the masks? And more importantly, what type of masks are they mandating? Because two years ago, the CDC, the World Health Organization, mm -hmm. stated that the blue masks or cloth masks don't work. Right. And that the only masks that work are N95. So I show up to school at Rookies with an N95 mask, but 25 of the kids in my class only have the blue masks, I'm going to uh, walk over to the principal, to the director's office and say, unless you want a uh, lawsuit, you better have them come in with the correct masks. They don't even care. Put an end to it. Yeah, they don't even yeah, care. That's what I mean. It's like, just wear a mask, but, but it's so stupid. Stance, you know, you got to make a stance. But you know what? They're, they're so trained at Rutgers to obey, to go along with the program. The students at Rutgers, you know, they all believe this crap. So then they're all running around wearing masks. But it's a state-run school. If the, if, the, if the public schools don't have to wear the masks, right? If the high schools don't have to wear the mask, why should a Jersey State University be forcing students to wear masks? It's either, it's either got to be, like, control, or maybe the school just is afraid of lawsuits. Well, how can you? How can you even sue? Prove you got it here. 
I mean, the whole world is maskless. What are the odds, right? You're going to go with the Rutgers and get it. People are suing because a, a fictional character didn't see their kids for twenty-five million. You can get a, you, you can sue for for not having a mask on or or catching something. Trust me, they find a way. All right, Rich. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. There's no real reason given why they've got to wear the mask, but the student website says they've got to wear the mask. I mean, sorry, the school website says they've got to wear the masks. It's ridiculous, but it's not right. It's a state university. If the governor's not making the high schools and the grammar schools and the elementary schools, whatever, wear the masks, then why should the college be forced to wear the mask? Here's what it says. As we return for the fall semester and full repopulation of our campuses, we continue to monitor the effects of the COVID-19 and the monkeypox viruses. Each is different and unique. Both have tremendous potential to affect the health and well-being of our community. This is Antonio M. Calcado, Rutgers Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer. Steve is in Red Bank, New Jersey 101.5. steve Hey, how's it going, Mr. Hudson County? Going very good. <laughs> but right. early and often. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It, I was just I, I, it, I, I was just thinking about this the other day because I just went back to work from knee surgery, and I'm watching people drive in their cars with masks on, but they're shooting through stop signs. Yeah, they're, they're protected from the virus. <laughs> Protected from the virus, but you know what? At the same time, you know what? Screw the traffic. Oh, yeah. You know what? Were any of these people? I, I just, were any of these people council women by any chance? Just asking. Oh uh, well, listen. It depends on how hard they hit them off the bicycle. Right. Listen to you. <laughs> listen to you. Stop that. I know. It's a little. It's a little rough. But I mean, Best you know what? At the same time, like, you know what? I don't understand. I don't understand some of these people who are wearing masks all the time. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, not now. I mean, at one point, if you, if you really wanted to make the argument that you really believe this this evil virus was just waiting to jump down your throat, and you wanted to wear a mask, and everybody's wearing a mask, and everybody's protecting himself, but when the whole world isn't, and one place is, what is the point? It's not protecting anything. It's not protecting anybody. I, it's it's really not. And you know what? I just on on Tuesday night, I just spent half the night in the hospital with my daughter, mm-hmm. who had a hundred and three fever, right? And she's seven years old. And you know what? Came back that she had corona. But you know what? Right now, she's sitting inside my. She's sitting inside the house with my son, who's seventeen, and she's perfectly fine. She's sitting there. Yeah. Playing video games, she's eating soup, she's laughing, she's having a good time, and you know what? I'm not saying that it's I'm not saying that it's the same for everybody, because obviously it's not. But you know what? At the same time, I mean, I think I think we need to take a step back and realize that it's not the same for everybody. We have treatments. We have, we have most people are vaccinated. And, and on top of that, like today, if you hear somebody, somebody says to you, I got a text the other day from a friend of mine, you know, my mom and I have COVID. Okay. 
It wasn't like, oh, my God, because today so many people have it. It's so dumbed down that, uh, you know, nobody worries. There's too many treatments available for it. Granted, it's not, you know, some people will actually get affected seriously, but not enough to force Rutgers to be wearing masks. And I just think it's wrong. If you're a private university and you're saying this is our school, we do what we want. When you're a state run university, this is where I have the problem. Yeah, and, and it's coming from our tax dollars. Yeah, and, our tax and, dollars. Yeah. And they don't even, you know, and they can wear any mask they want. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Rutgers is still making the students and teachers wear the masks. Should they be doing so? It's 830. Now the latest New Jersey... 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse. All right. We got Jersey's opening lines coming up at 10. We give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on the Jersey 101.5 when the music comes out to play. And you get it right. We have uh, Michael Martucci, Sinatra, Tom Dreesen, 22-piece orchestra at the Ocean Casino on August 27th. It's Saturday night. It's going to be a great show. Uh, you can have tickets to that. Or we've got UB40. And uh, UB40 is going to be at NJ Pack on Sunday with the original Whalers. Uh, it's going to be a great show as well. Big Mountain's going to be there. Uh, so you got your choice. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw out a pair of tickets right now uh, for this uh, for this contest. Kyle's in here, my producer. Kyle Forsini, my producer. Did you know? This is I didn't realize this. This is a very historic day uh, in radio and a very historic day in my career, which I had no idea. <laughs> It was such a milestone. I really? Oh, that was today. It was on this day, 36 years ago, that Howard Stern premiered on 94 WYSP. So I had no idea until you told me that about 20 minutes ago. Me neither. <laughs> so it was a big day for that, but then also for you, like you said, because yeah. you were there too. Thir well, 36 years ago, what happened was uh, we had a morning guy named Scruff Connors, and he was horrible. <laughs> And the station was tanking. We were like 25th in the ratings. What are we going to do? We were playing heavy metal music. We had a slogan called Rock on Philly. And uh, it was just horrible. So they decided to reinvent the radio station. And Howard Stern had been killing it on NBC. So, and K-Rock. He was doing uh, K-Rock and mornings. And they decide, he's, he decides they're going to do the Howard Stern Network. And the first station on the Howard Stern Network on August 18th, 1986, was uh, WISP. And I was doing the updates. And it was funny because, you know, they bring me in at the meetings and all that stuff. So they bring you in and we're going over a tape. And I had gone to speech lessons and voice lessons when I started this, you know, to get the Jersey accent out of the voice. And my boy, they listened to go, where's the Jersey accent? <laughs> well, I took it out. Well, put it back in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but it was a weird morning because, like, all these TV stations were coming uh, to the radio station. And they're, they're filming the VU meters. He's not in Philadelphia, but he broadcasts to Philadelphia. And they're filming the speakers. And this one guy's afraid to go on with him. Uh, and uh, he goes on after the show. He goes on uh, the, uh, the TV station, Channel 3, Richard Bay. And he goes on and he says, I'm going to beat, they called the, the zookeeper was his competition. I'm going to beat the zookeeper. His wife will leave him 
I will put her on dial a date. All three things happened. I mean, it was uh, sadly because it's a very sad story, but I'm just going to leave it there. But the, uh, for the next five years, it was like radio war broke out in Philadelphia. And it was an amazing day. But uh, it all started on August 18th, 1986. And for the longest time, you know, my job was when they would go into commercial breaks to fill it with news, weather, traffic, and all that. I'd been a, I'd been a disc jockey up to that point. I'd been a rock jock. And they wanted like a, like a local presence on. And since I was from, you know, Union City, New York area, they figured it would be the perfect guy to be doing this. So I, I, lead, I go from being a disc jockey to being the news director. News director, you get your own office, you get all kinds of credentials, you get a lot of power, right? That's the way they picture me. You don't want to be a jockey. You want to, it's time to put on the big boy pants. You want to be the news director. Yeah. Uh, but it was the coolest job because imagine getting paid after wages to listen to the Howard Stern show. And you don't realize what it was for me, which I realize now, I spent 10 years doing it. It was a master class. You know, without really thinking about it, yeah. never, never during that time did it ever dawn on me that I would be doing this or ever want to do this. But when the opportunity came up, it was like, you know, through osmosis, just the learning from, you know, and some of the, the greatest moments on that show. The, the greatest moment for me on the Howard Stern Show was one day when he has Richard Belzer, Andrew Dice Clay, and Sam Kinison sitting in with Robin doing the news. It doesn't get any better than that. Just I'm, I remember sitting in my desk, cracking up, thinking to myself, now, if you're the competition, what, what who song are you throwing on right now? What are you going to do to combat this? Right? What, what yeah. funny parody are you going to do? What wild and willy bit are you going to play? When you've got Andrew Dice Clay at his prime, Sam Kinison, this is the, during the golden age of comedy. This is during when, you know, Lines for comedy clubs were going up the block. I used to have to go up the service entrance to host the shows. This was that era. Uh, but it was on that day. So what I want to do with this is make it a topic because uh, I'll give away a pair of tickets. You could have Sinatra or UB40. Uh, what is the coolest job you have ever had? Right now, I mean, for me now, this is the coolest job I ever had. But before that, that was the coolest job. I mean, you know, for, for that point in my life, at that time. Yeah. And, and just think about, you know, what the times were like. And just to be on that show, because that, that was when the show, you know, at that time, it was like the Beatles. It was the biggest thing. Everybody listened to it. And uh, the joke was more people got their news from me than news radio. <laughs> and if you know my news, that was a joke. Uh, but anyway, give me 1-800-283-101.5. The coolest job you ever had. There's also uh, Trader Joe's. Uh, is offering a job to people who are pumpkin fans, and all you have to do is uh, taste the pumpkin products, and they'll pay you $1,000 for your work, give you a $500 gift card to shop for the pumpkin everything products on Trader Joe's. So here we go. I'm going to give you a choice. Pair of tickets. You either get Sinatra at the Ocean Casino, uh, Mike Martucci, or you can get the uh, UB40 Sunday at NJ Pack with the original whalers. The, uh, it's a reggae show. It's an unbelievable reggae show. 1-800-283-101.5. Best one gets the tickets. The coolest job you have ever had.
New Jersey 101.5. In endless summer, New Jersey 101.5 is giving you a free getaway to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on the New Jersey 101.5 app to win. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, where legendary entertainment lives. Make it an endless summer with a free AC getaway from New Jersey 101.5. Asking the musical question, what is the coolest job you have ever had? Let's talk to Rob in Burlington on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rob. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. How about you? Uh, thanks. Coolest job I ever had was when I was 14, 15 years old. My dad came from the old country. Right. Here to give us a you know a good life, start his own business, building houses, and as I got older, I got to work with him on weekends to help him build houses, and you know he showed us how to do all the work and everything, and then down the line he just um, he heard he heard his back and wanted a job and had to retire, so that was a little hard for for me. He had to sell the business, but. It just shows that, you know, you could come from another country with a dollar and a dream and build it and wow. work your way up and, uh, you know, show your kids that, you know, with a dollar you could do whatever you can and just, you know, make your dreams come true. And I strive from that every uh-huh. day of my life and I look up to him a lot. That is fantastic. That is a cool job. You got close to your dad and you learned lessons you never would have learned any other way. That's fantastic. All right, Bob, I'm putting you in the hopper. Hold on. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. From one Bob to another in Monroe, we got Bob Forsack, retired renowned detective Bob Forsack. How you doing, pal? Trev, we're doing okay. All right. What is your, I, I think I know your coolest job, but what was the coolest job you ever had? I was going to say, need you ask. Mm-hmm. What it was was being in uniform, sitting on Route 33 in the evening and waiting for you to come flying, going for a train. Yeah. That was the coolest. That was a great yeah. night, man. You you saved, you saved my ass, and I played a police album for you. Yes, you did. Uh-huh. Yes, you did. But still, it was it, just the 30 years with Manalapan, it really was. I think I was born to do that job. Uh-huh. And even though, you know, you saw the good, the bad, you saw the happy and the sad, but overall... It was very, very fulfilling and a worthwhile job, especially with all the kids in Manalapan. Sure, and all the work you did and all what you do for the kids in Manalapan. And you were even in a movie, in a child's name, your story, your role in, a, in solving a case in Manalapan. Timothy Carhart played you in the movie, in a child's name. And you aged much better than he did, i got to say. <laughs> Just so you know, you've got to get that out of the way right away. All right, kiddo. We'll talk soon, my friend. Tell the family hello. I will. Let's go to about that, man. He really was. You could choke it up. IMDb, 1991. It was a TV series. Uh, Valerie Bertinelli was in it. Andra is in Edison, New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Andra. Hi. Well, I feel like I certainly can't win after that story since you have a camaraderie. What a camaraderie. The man said, you know, don't worry about it. He's not going to win. He knows. He just wants to, you know, he loved Manalpin yeah. Police Department, you know. That's great. And you know what? It was really a funny story because he pulled me over 
And I was on my way to, I was working PST at the time. And he, I was falling asleep at the wheel. I'm on my way to work. And he pulls me over. And who are you? And then he figures it out. And I said, you know, you're going to get in trouble. So when I went to work, I played a police album and dedicated it to him. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Very cool. And now, what was your, give me, give me your cool job. Well, my cool job, I think I was in college at the time and I was on like a Christmas break, whatever. Right. Um, with before Macy's was Macy's, the guy who didn't who answered the phone didn't know what used to be called Bamburgers. Oh. Do you remember that? I remember Bamburgers, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was a gift wrapper in Bamburgers. I was I, I wrapped gifts really, really well, but that particular year uh-huh. my family had the most amazing gifts. Really? Beautiful and decorated, and yeah, it was great. Uh, you know what? Uh, I suck at that. I, my, my gift is like, every, every gift I do is like, was like a piece of candy because you twist the ends and you roll it. Yes, and that's yes, it. Yes. <laughs> that's uh, an art. Everybody gives me the gifts to do. Uh, you know what? You want to go set up a table in the mall, and how do you do that and just make money? I sh- Thank you. That's a great idea. Absolutely. In fact, you know what? Even if you don't go there, go to like, you know, any one of the flea markets or the auction, just set up a table. I'll wrap whatever you buy. You will make a mint. A mint. Thank you. That's get- great. Uh, hold on. I'm going to put you in the hopper. All right. Oh, Johnny and Keith, don't go anywhere. Coolest job you ever had. We got either uh, Michael Martucci or Sinatra tickets or we got UB40 tickets going out. Don't go anywhere. I'll know. Trusted. You know what gets you through the night? Prizes. That's what gets you through the night. We are looking for the coolest job you have ever had. 36 years ago, I uh, started doing updates on Howard Stern Show. Second coolest job I ever had. I'm doing the coolest job I ever had. In fact, coolest jobs I ever had. I'm going to be doing my first headlining show at Catch a Rising Star. First time I ever headlined. That's going to be August 27th at CatchArisingStar.com if you want to come. But what I'm doing here... uh, Trader Joe's, if you're a pumpkin lover, they're willing to pay you $1,000 to taste their pumpkin products. That's a cool job, right? Comedy's a cool job. Uh, let's just suck at it. <laughs> it's a very long job. But uh, I got tickets here. You got your choice. I've got the Big Bag of Rhythm show on Sunday with uh, UB40, Red Bid Wine, uh, the original Whalers featuring Al Anderson, Maxi Priest, and Big Mountain, or I've got uh, Sinatra. Starring Michael Martucci, Tom Dreesen, Sinatra's actual warm-up act, opening act, and a 22-piece orchestra. And that's going to be at the Ocean Casino in Atlantic City, August 27th, OceanAC.com. Uh, NJPAC.org uh, is for the um, UB40 show. So give me the coolest job you ever had. And uh, coolest job gets the tickets. You get your choice. Linda is on the Parkway under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Linda. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing real well. Thanks. What was your job? What was your cool job? I was a Playboy bunny. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. Yes. Come on, tell me more. Uh, I was a camera bunny, which I found out that that was probably one of the best jobs as far as being a bunny because I could just stay on the move, and if somebody wasn't interested or gave me a hard time, I could just excuse myself and keep on going to somebody else, and I met a lot of really great people. I also 
met any entertainer that I wanted to because um, everybody wanted their pictures taken with them. Right. And that's what I did. And uh, saw all the shows and well, now, looked around to all the different departments in the club. Wait, now, are we talking about Great Gorge? Are we talking about Atlantic City? Yeah. Where, are we, where are we? Great Gorge. Great Gorge. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now tell me some of the celebrities you met. Uh... Frankie Avalon, um, Bobby Vinton, um, Ben Vereen. Um, oh my gosh, so many! I can't. Who is who is the who who, who are the who are the celebrities that couldn't keep their hands off you? Well, they weren't able to anyway. All of them went off. <laughs> now, how did that? What do you mean? Like, how did that work? By though? either me or them? Huh? That was not permitted by either me or the club. But how much were those rules enforced? Uh, for me, completely. Completely. Know, okay. Yeah. No. You know, there were there was talk about other things, but um, I was married with two children, and I wasn't in with a lot of the other girls, so I really can't speak for them. But um, I. That sounds great. What a great it job. Good, it was a great job for me. Yeah. I made a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. And um, did you I met a lot of nice people and made some good friends. Yes, I did. And what was he like? I didn't stay in his company long enough to find out. Okay. How long did you do it? Three years. Three years. How about that? You keep mm-hmm. a scrapbook of anything? I do. I actually have an album. How about that? Now, what years were you working there? I think it was about seventy four to seventy seven. Oh, that was the, those were the years to be working there. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, I also have some collars and cuffs that actually cuffs that were um, autographed by like William Shatner and. Oh my God! Now you got to tell me because I've had William Shatner. I've had two encounters. Worked with William Shatner twice. What was William? Nineteen seventy four. William Shatner. Now we're talking what? T J. Hooker. What was William Shatner like? <laughs> oh, and Jimmy James Darren. James Darren. Oh yeah, Philadelphia's own time tunnel. James Darren. All right. Yes. What was Shatner like? He was really very pleasant. Yeah, I can see that. He had to come on to you. No, he was there with another woman. So it was Shatner. Oh, <laughs> uh, Linda, that, you know what? It was so great talking to you. Keep in touch. That's a that's a gr- that's a great entry, Linda. Thank you. It was a lot of fun actually to talk about it. Thanks so much. We have a, you give me all your information. Oh uh, yes, I did. All right, you're right. You're definitely in the running. I want I want to see I want to see Johnny in Manville top that. Hello, Johnny. Where you been? Uh, busy, busy, Steve. Uh, missing you when you're out, but uh, I too was a Playboy bunny, and, uh, <laughs> but that's not my coolest job. No, <laughs> and I did meet Shatner once. <laughs> yes, you did uh, on the space capsule. There you go. My coolest job was I uh, just uh, graduated from electronics electrical school, right? And I had to wait like six months to get uh, in to take the test in Jersey. Right. My instructor worked at um at Dorney Park as an electrician down in the bowels. Any given day, there could be more people down in the the bowels of that place than above. 
Man. Yeah, I, 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 so that, but I did all electrical work, and it was so cool. There was all kinds of secret entrances in. My favorite was it was like it would come up like a manhole, and it was the uh, it looked like the stump from Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we would sneak. Okay, I'm in a body of this. I made sure I didn't knock some kid off. Uh, sneak the customers in and out of the park to reach with a manhole. Uh, was, uh, That's how you became Johnny from Manville. <laughs> Johnny from Manhole, Johnny. Johnny from Manhole, there you go. Okay. Uh, we're, getting, we're, we're going off on a dangerous path here. I thought you were more of an attraction at Dorney Park. I didn't think of you as an electrician at Dorney Park. All right. I, I'm putting you in the hopper, my friend. 1-800-283-101.5. Barbara is in Neptune on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Barbara. Hey, how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? I'm good, good. I don't know. I'm I'm really scared with that, that Playboy bunny. She had a darn good job. Said Dave James Darren. She knew she knew Captain Kirk. She was beamed up. She, I, don't, I, I should have asked if he boldly went where no man had gone before, but I was being polite. <laughs> well, for three years, I was the candy buyer for a store you may have heard of, Bamburgers. I second time tonight. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I was the candy buyer, so they paid me a very nice salary to eat candy, basically, all oh. day long. Um, I got to travel to Paris. Really? London. Yep, to Brussels, uh -huh. to Italy. Um, they paid for our buying trips. I was part of the Macy Corporation. How about that? And um, Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if, if eating candy and getting paid to do it is a tough job, somebody got to do it, and it was me. Did so you that see that point. thing with the Trader Joe's where they're paying people to uh, eat the pumpkin stuff? No, I didn't, but I'm not a pumpkin person. Oh, okay. So. They're actually paying $1,000 for people to sample their pumpkin wares. Ugh, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to stick with the candy. All right, Barbara. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You're in the hopper. Keith, hold on. Give me the coolest job you ever had. Coolest job is going to get the choice of tickets to see uh, the Sinatra show at the Ocean Casino August 27th or the UB40 Bigger Bag of Rhythm show uh, this Sunday at NJ Pack. Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. New Jersey traffic brought to you by Sansone Hyundai Woodbridge. Come today, drive today at Sansone Auto Mall. Find top 10 brands, Toyota, Mazda, Kia, Hyundai, Nissan, Jeep. New shipments arriving daily, SUVs, sedans, family vehicles, electric vehicles, hybrids. Plus, receive top dollar for your trade and easy credit. SansoneAuto.com. Steve Travelis in search of, Leonard Des Moines, in search of the coolest job you ever had. Give me a good one, and I will hook you up with either UB40 tickets or uh, Michael Martucci as Frank Sinatra with Tom Dreesen at the Ocean Casino in Atlantic City. Keith is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Keith. Hi, there, Steve. Good, buddy. How are you? All right. I don't think my job can compete with many of the ones you've had. Uh, I'm definitely not a Playboy bunny. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, some people have called the station, Keith. I'm just saying, you know. Back in the late 80s, I worked at a concrete uh, place in Cranberry, right. you know, uh, pulling slaves and loading trailers. We worked all year round through all the weather. Um, summertime, I'd get a killer tan, yeah. you know, uh, wintertime, you'd freeze, you'd be in a bodysuit. But, uh, you know, you would start at six in the morning and you never knew when you were leaving. 
And at that time, 80s, I was making 950 an hour. I was like, killer money. You were making, yeah, you were killing it back then. You were making incredible money. And you got to, work, you got to operate a crane, right? Well, no, I was on the crew. I oh, you were on the crane uh, crew. The other guy, I was on the crane crew, the lower crew. So I would hook it up to slabs and pull them around, load them on the trailers. That was like the I ultimate little kid job, right? When you were a kid, yeah, that, that was like, was great. Yeah, you were three years old, you were five all over again. That was excellent. You started six in the morning, and you never knew when you got out. Wow. One time the cops had to come and shut us down at 10.30. At night? The neighbors complained about the cranes running. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, was so happy. I was so happy to see them cops come. I was like, yeah, we get to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, love to stay, but I don't want to have too much fun 14 hours today. All right, Keith. Great stuff. Let's go to Christina is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Christina. Hi. Oh, oh, I love, I love, I love your show. I really do. I'm so hooked on it. Well, thank you. I actually, it was very big with radio, television productions. Um, I worked for uh, uh, the B BMG Music, the Bertelsmann Music Group that took over uh, uh, RCA, Phantom Double Day Dell, and also the owner of the Mets. Uh, what was his name again? Oh, my, Double Day. Abner Doubleday? Mr. Doubleday, and I worked for the German CEO who did everything. Whitney Houston came in, and Kenny Rogers, and he went backstage. How about that? Look at you. Back and forth a couple times on the Concord with my boss in the morning, coming home in the afternoon on the same plane, and uh, leaving New York and coming back. uh, It it was just really something. Went over to the recording studios, made sure that everything was flowing okay, and for the first time in my life, there was always somebody behind me, a shadow, a bodyguard. Because you had to sign a lot of disclosures that you wouldn't, uh, uh, you know, a lot was going on. Irish the records, uh, artist contracts. It was really, really nice. Great people, too. That sounds incredible. uh, When I flew home, I got to see my parents. They were always very kind. They said, stop in Stuttgart. So I did and had a, a, a big wash. And a beer. How about all right? Nothing like a worst and a beer. Now, who was who was the a worst? Right, a liverwurst. No, a bratwurst. Oh, a brat. Yeah, what am I thinking? A bratwurst, absolutely. Yeah. Johnson Johnsonville bratwurst. I know the beer. I know. All yeah. right, that's a good one. And the, uh, my boss was uh, Dr. Jürgen Kramer, the former finance minister of Germany. Uh-huh. He got hired. The whole media group. It's still one of the largest media groups in the world. BMG Music. I could listen to you talk for hours. That is fantastic. I know. And I admire you so because you have this timbre in your voice that's so pleasing and so nice to listen to. Because it's so important, the projection you have. You engage people. And we always looked for that, too. You know, then people came up and it was just very exciting. That sounds great. You stay on as long I mean, as you want, Christina. That is uh, that is. Now, who is the who is the coolest person you ever met of all the big celebrities you came in contact with? Who is the coolest person? The, the uh, actual uh, person, uh, the uh, Sting, was great. Yeah. Oh, Sting. Yeah. yeah. I, I I could definitely see that, Christina. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Rick is in Indiana on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hey, Rick. Hey, Steve. 
How you doing? Uh, so I, good. I grew up in upstate New York. Right. Um, and I worked at the dam one summer right out of high school. It was great. Right. You worked at a dam? Yeah, like a water dam. What did you do? Um, you like a beaver? Like you have to keep <laughs> filling up the mud? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Check, yeah, check the levels of like the river and the dam itself. Uh-huh. Um, mow the grass, bomb woodchuck holes. <laughs> that fun. sounds like a lot of fun. It was a great summer, right? You get in touch with nature. Excellent. I like yeah, that. It was, it was excellent. Yep. All right, Rick, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Peter is in Lawrence. Hello, Peter. Hello, Stephen. I made gravy today. You want some? Uh, yeah. What kind you make? Red? Red. There we go. I like that. Okay, I'll take some. What was your, what was your cool job? The coolest job I had was 26 years as my own boss. 26 years of you're in charge of you, and, and, and you actually didn't fire you. Uh, well, my father fired me once. All right. Well, you know, all good, all good things have to come to an end. Peter. But he had to rehire me because uh, nobody else would clean the bathroom. You know what? That's a very good point. Ty's in Bordentown. Ty, what do you got for me? Hey, how you doing? I worked for a company for about five years that provided all the uh, feed and the bedding for the horses at the, the thoroughbred racehorses at all the local tracks, uh, Parks, Saratoga, Belmont, yeah. and I got a couple years to go behind the scenes at the third leg of the Triple Crown of Belmont for free, and meet. I got to meet a lot of the trainers and a lot of the the owners and trainers and stuff like that. It was that was kind of fun. That is kind of fun. Did you win a lot of money? Nah, not usually. I always used to ask the guys behind the scenes, "You need tip, man." Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I never got too many good tips. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. That's the yeah. thing, right? Whenever we had, I was working at a radio station one time, and uh, the engineers working under the console, the DJs on the air it was YSP, Randy Cotts, and this guy Lane Massey. Guy calls in from the lottery. We do, do they would do this request hour, and the uh, guy calls in from the lottery commission, and uh, so just off the top of that, you know, trying to be flippant. Yeah, what number's going to come out? Guy goes, play, and he gives him a number. Play like 340, whatever it was. So they hang up the phone. They call me, Trev, Trev, you got to go get these lottery tickets. The guy gave us them. You idiots. <laughs> no, but didn't do anything. All right, thanks for the call. What was the coolest job other than this one? I was going to say. you ever had. Yes. Uh, I w I, when I lived in New York City, I was a production assistant for ABC Sports College Football Broadcast. You know, really? Broadcast on Saturdays. That was great. I used to interact with all the hosts, and oh, it was so much fun. Oh, I remember great time. one night. What was the ESPN College show? They would go town to town. Uh, game day. Game day. Yeah. Right. Well, I was on Fourth and Market, and game day was set up at Fifth and Market. Wow. So we put our commercial break, <laughs> and we took the elevator down and walked through the set of game day. Oh, cool. I ran an interview. So we could take pictures. <laughs> I didn't realize how big that actually is. Yeah, That's a great it's, job. It's huge. 931. Now the latest New Jersey news. School with Project Backpack, helping the Garden State kids go back to school with brand new backpacks. If you want to help, this Saturday, August 20th, I'm going to be at Wendy's on Route 9 in Freehold starting at 11 a.m. Everyone who donates a backpack gets a free Wendy's gift card or family passes to Legoland Discovery Center in Philadelphia while supplies last. For more on Project Backpack, visit nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Wendy's and Rob Dukansky at robsellsnj.com. 
Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. We're talking about those cool jobs, you know, like uh, tasting pumpkin and getting $1,000 from Trader Joe's. Uh, maybe doing updates on Howard Stern Show. 36 years ago today it started, and I was the guy that very first day doing the updates in uh, WYSP, which uh, which kind of still beats through, run, run the, the blood of WYSP still runs through my veins, kind of. If you ever listen to that station, you know the attitude that we had. That's what I bring here. Uh, that, coupled with Union City and Jersey. Let's talk to uh, Sean is in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Sean. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How about uh, you? When I, I'm doing okay. When I graduated from college, I had a job with a news stringing service, and I drove around the news van. And part of the job was to... Uh, respond to news stories that were breaking and go and capture footage and in some cases do interviews oh yeah all right so what was the coolest story you ever covered well i happened to be driving through edison one night right and my beeper went off and my phone was going off and something was going on uh and so I happened to see that there was an explosion off in the distance in Woodbridge. Uh -huh. And I was the first person to respond, and I was able to capture footage of this explosion. Um, and then we used to sh beam the signal to the World Trade Center, which um, all of the news channels would capture the footage and use it for their broadcasts. Um, wow. and, and so I, I had the opportunity also to uh, interview then-Mayor McGreevy, um, soon to be Governor McGreevy, right? Um, and and uh, that was that was pretty cool for me because rare was the case that I had a chance to interview people. And how nervous were you while this is happening? Right? First of all, you got this great get because you're getting all this footage before everybody else. Now you're going to interview Mayor McGreevy, right? And you're not in, you're you're not really experienced with the interview. Like how nervous were you when you were interviewing McGreevy, who's a nice guy, by the way. I a very nice guy. I was uh, petrified, to say yeah. the least. But, uh, you know, he he's he is a politician and, and knows how to talk to people. So it was a very easy interview. I'll put it to you that way. How come you didn't stay with it? Um, I had to make a living. There is, there is, <laughs> yeah. People forget about how, the glamorous jobs and what they pay. Uh, yeah, there, there was that. Very, very there's very little, very little earning capacity in the news business uh, outside of, uh, you know, national broadcasting and major metropolitan area broadcasting. It depends. Yeah, it depends on who you're working for, you know, and also it depends yeah. on what you're doing in it, you know. Uh, but that's a, that's that's exciting because every time every time you get up in the morning, your day could end like unbelievably. You know, you could be onto something major. That's got to be a great feeling to wake up with. It, it was very cool. And one of the other cool parts of the job was taking that news van down to the shore and just kind of hanging out there because, you know, everybody was focusing on you. I mean, they, you oh, were that. driving the news van. You were obviously there for a reason, uh -huh. and it was, uh, you were the cool guy. So you did very well at the shore in the summertime. You, you and your magic news van. <laughs> That's right. It was like the mystery machine. It was like, yeah, so like there wasn't, there, you know, you may not have made a lot of money, but the van did pay for itself in so many ways. Exactly. Good man. Good man. That is definitely, that is definitely hopper worthy. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. So uh, we're talking about the cool jobs. 
Uh, did you tell me what was the coolest job you ever worked, Kyle Forsini? Other uh, than this job. Well, see, course, that's the problem. Which is the top because of the line. At this point in my life, this is the coolest, right? Like, I graduated school. I get to right. go into radio. I mean, before this, I was working at a restaurant. Like, that's not cool, well, that's you not know? Cool. So this there's is, no Steve Trevely show. This I mean, is, yeah. Well, like, it depends. What did the restaurant do? How was their steak? Uh, they didn't, they didn't, it was an Italian place. There was no steak. No steak? No steak. Italian place? Yeah. This is the cool job. So, no, this is the cool job, right? Cool job. Yeah, I agree. And that's kind of why I didn't perk up and say anything earlier, because I would have to say, and it sounds like I'm just, you know, being partial to the station, but like, this no, is the coolest. I get it. I mean, you know, and you know what really sucks for you is that it's only going to go downhill from here. <laughs> I mean, you, know, it's really, you have trouble out doing this great deal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you pretty much work everywhere by now. Alright, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Jersey's opening lines is coming up at 10. We give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5 when the music comes out to play and if you get it right, your choice of the UB40 tickets Sunday or the Sinatra tickets on August the 27th. Not the real Sinatra, but an incredible, an incredible simulation of the real. Listen to this. Give you an example of uh, what this Michael Martucci sounds like. Just listen to this. Can you believe this, Kyle? Listen to this guy's voice. He hasn't even started singing yet. But already <laughs> I know. He's got a great voice. I was going to say, I'm listening. I this, is, this is called You and Me. 22-piece orchestra. Sounds like at least 24 pieces. There he comes. Walks up to the microphone. Michael Martucci is Sinatra. You and me, we wanted it all. You believe that? Listen to this voice. We wanted it all. It is a good voice. Really? Yeah. Passion without pain. Sunshine without rainy days. We wanted it always. You and me, we reach for the sky. I gotta reach for the commercials now. What an et- Join New Jersey 101.5's Judy Franco at the grand opening of the Value City Furniture and Mattress on Route 9 in Howell on Sunday, beginning at 11 o'clock. Take advantage of the hot buys throughout the store. Enjoy free snacks from my tree truck to see where the big yellow van will be next. Visit the events page at nj1015.com. Steve Trevelis and you. All right, if you go to the uh, Steve Trevelisse page at nj1015.com, that's where uh, all the good stuff is, don't you know? Uh, the stories that I write for you, the, the, the days I spend just running around eating to make sure that you guys get nothing but the best when it comes to, like, good food and things like that, uh, the New Delhi uh, no, not New Delhi, India. New Delhi, like in Westfield, uh, is opening. You got to check it out. I got all the information there. I'm going to be headlining Catch a Rising Star next Saturday night, August 27th. I got the, the information there as well. The Narcan pictures from the Narcan night with City of Angels, uh, who we raise a lot of money for, a fantastic organization. If you're dealing with addiction, have no money, call them. Uh, best New Jersey places people have moved to and why they like it so much. Also very good. And uh, did you know that we were named the second best state to live in? How about that? 1-800-283-101.5. Kyle, you uh, got anything, any news or anything you want to bring in here? Uh, this is, uh, like I said, Jersey's opening lines comes up at 10. 
That's when we give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5. When the music comes out to play, and if you get it right, you got your choice of the, the Michael Martucci as Frank Sinatra. Give you another example of what Michael Martucci sounds like doing Frank Sinatra. Now, he's, he came in here last Tuesday night, did some wind. We played You and Me earlier. This is uh, Little Lady and the Tramp. Remember that? Check this out. 22-piece orchestra at the Ocean she Casino. Gets too hungry Next Saturday night. Dinner at eight. She loves the theater, but she never runs in there late. She'd never bother with people she'd hate. That's why the lady, she's a tramp. Doesn't dig crap games with barons or earls. Won't go to a party dressed up in ermine and pearls. Won't dish the dirt with the rest of the girls. That is why the lady. She's a tramp. You're going to win tickets to this in the next hour. 1-800-283-101.5. All Jersey. Fuck you, Trevia. The show that asks, what else do we know about New Jersey? Comes Jersey's opening lines. The first thing you hear on weekends when the music comes out to play. Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? The first thing you hear on weekends when the music comes out to play. And that starts tomorrow night at 7 with Big Joe Henry. And uh, the house party, the Big Jersey house party, starting at 7 o'clock. Meanwhile, we've got tickets. Oh, boy, do we have tickets. we got shows to give you. All you got to do is guess the opening line of the song. Your categories are 70s or 80s. Now, you know these songs by heart. I got so many tickets here. I had so many choices that I want you guys to win. I'm going to make this so freaking easy. I didn't even bring anybody else in. Uh, I'm just going to do this myself. It's going to be you and me tonight, okay? So get on the phone, 1-800-283-101.5. I got two slots open. I get you on right now. These are your choices. We have got the incredible Sinatra show starring Tom Dreesen, who was Sinatra's opening act, Michael Martucci, who speaks like Sinatra, sings like Sinatra, a 22-piece orchestra. I have worked with this guy. It is amazing. It, I, I have a conversation with him. I'm like, knock it off, blue eyes. He goes, no, no, this is how I talk and it's the truth it is how he talks and wait till you hear him sing as i said you know I, uh, I i played a little bit of how he sings earlier and uh you can get tickets to this show it's going to be uh in atlantic city at the ocean casino oceanac.com on august the 27th if uh if you don't win but i'm hoping that you win so that's uh one of the many prizes that we've got to give out here on jersey's opening lines if you uh, choose the uh, if you choose the Sinatra tickets, this is uh, listen to this voice. It should be coming up any second now. You and me, we wanted it all. We wanted it all. Passion without pain. You're saying Sinatra. Sunshine this is this is Michael. Without and Sinatra told him, you got to continue the music and made it possible for Michael to get his hands on the music. His grubby little hands on the music. 
I hate to make my man follow this, but uh, we start off all shows. By the way, we also got tickets to UB40, the Bigger Bag of Rhythm Tour, and that's going to be on Sunday at New Jersey Pack. We got tickets to the Brook Art Theater in uh, Boundbrook, and you can have any show there. It's going to be uh, the Rolling Stone show that we've got, an evening of doo-wop with the Dupree's, Pink Floyd USA Experience. Bobby Collins and I are going to be there on October the 8th. So uh, the Winslow Eagles band, uh, Winslow and Evening of the Eagles is there as well. So you got choices here. Let's start things off with Raymond from Rockaway. Buonasera. Buonasera, Steve. Uh, I have a uh, uh, good evening to everybody, and I hope everybody's in good health. That's uh-huh. the most important. Of course. Uh, by the way, I have a joke, if I can say it. A joke? All right. What do you got? You got jokes now. Okay. Well, there are three guys, uh, Polish an Italian and an Irishman, they went to a stock party, yeah. and they all got drunk, and so they're leaving, going home, and the Italian asked the other two, he says, uh, let's find a bar, let's have one for the road before we go. Okay. Uh, they found a bar. When the Italian goes to the bartender, he says, give me an IW. He says, what the hell is an IW? He says, Italian wine. Okay. And the Irish, he says, give me an IW also. Italian wine? He says, no, 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 no. Irish whiskey. Okay. And the Polish says to him, give me a 14. A seven. What the hell is a 14? <laughs> he says, it's a 7 and 7. Come on, don't be a fan of Polish people. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I love Polish. I, I have know. a lot of friends. You're a good man. Actually, it's a Polish guy who told me this joke. Ah, you see that? We all laugh at ourselves. That's what makes that. that when we laugh at ourselves, that means we can accept each other. Give me your song. Let me hear you sing. Uh, uh, come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in Paul Bombay. Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. Come fly with me. Let's float down to Peru. In Lamaran, there's one man band, and he took his loot for you. Come fly with me. Let's fly up to the blues. Once I get you up there. Where the air is rarefied, we'll just glide, story-eyed. Once I get you up there, I'll be holding you so near. You may hear, angel clears, cause we're together. Weather-wise, it's such a cuckoo day. <laughs> just say the words and we'll beat the birds. Down the arc, a good old pay is perfect for a flying honeymoon. They say, come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. Hey, look at this, he's got jokes, he's got music, he's a one-man band, Raymond from Rockaway. That was fantastic. That was you know, fantastic. I, I miss going to Dennis and Judy. 
because I don't drive at night. That's my problem. Well, you know, you I won the tickets. Anybody to take me there? So, oh. so I stayed home. Well, that's all right. You won the tickets. Or maybe you got to get somebody to take you to Atlantic City to see uh, Michael do the Sinatra show. Matucci's waiting oh, for you. I, I, I am going for that. Okay. Like to meet Mr. Matucci, too. He's a fan of yours. You guys are going to hit it off great. Now, yes, he is a wonderful guy. He truly is. Are you ready for your, you ready for your opening line? Uh, if I win, I would like to donate it. How lucky? Because I already won yesterday. Okay. How lucky can one guy be? Uh, how lucky how lucky can one uh, ask Dean Martin? Uh, oh, how lucky can one guy be? How lucky? Uh, Lady Luck. Ah, oh, Raymond, Raymond, Raymond. I'm a how do we follow Raymond? We go to Trish and Brick on New Jersey 101.5. There she is. What's going on? I am driving home right now from Wildwood. Oh, look at you. Nice and tan. That's where I grew up, Steve. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I graduated Wildwood High School. All right. You all nice and tan from driving up from Wildwood? Have a good day at the beach? Hi. I am. I am tan. There we go. <laughs> All right. What? Now, now, wait. Before we say anything, you right. said that you are going to be somewhere, and I still haven't seen you, Steve. So I have to win so that I can get tickets to wherever you're going to be. I'm going to be a Catch a Rising Star next Saturday, the 27th, at uh, Princeton Hyatt Regency. Okay, I got to win then, Steve. All right, but that's not what I'm giving out, though. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yeah, give, me, give me your number. What's your category, 70s or 80s? I guess I got to go with 80s. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess I got to go with 80s. Huh? That's right. when I graduated, yeah. Uh, okay, let me see. From 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 the 80s, what I got here? I walk along the city streets. You used to walk along with me. Trish? something there to remind me. Yes! Yes! Trish, yes! Good job by you! All right, 1-800-283-101.5, Jersey's opening lines. I got winners going out like crazy here. Winners to the left of me, winners to the right of me. We got all kinds of options. We got the Sinatra Show starring Michael Martucci, Dom Dreesen, 22-piece orchestra. And that's going to be August 27th at the Ocean Casino, OceanAC.com. We got the uh, Bigger Bag of Rhythm Tour Sunday at the uh, NJ Pack with UB40, Big Mountain, the original Whalers. Uh, that's it's going to be uh, njpack.org. We got the Brook Art Theater. Any show you wanted, the Brook Art Theater. Uh, you like the Eagle Show. You like the Stone Show. You want to see Bobby Collins. I'm going to be opening for him on October the 8th. We got the uh, Rock and Roll Royalty Show, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Options. So, jump on. 1-800-283-101.5. I just got a line cleared up now, so uh, I can get you in. If you call right now, here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 
Jersey 101.5's Judy Franco at the grand opening of Value City Furniture and Mattress on Route 9 in Howell on Sunday beginning at 11 o'clock. Take advantage of hot buys throughout the store. Enjoy free snacks from my tree truck to see where the big yellow van will be next. Visit the events page at nj1015.com. All right, there we go. There we go. There we go. We got Jersey's opening lines. We'll give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5. You get it right. Choices you've got. Sinatra, starring Michael Martucci. Tom Dreesen, his original opening act. A very funny comedian. A 22-piece orchestra. OceansCasino.com. OceansAC.com. Or we've got the uh, Bigger Bag of Rhythm show, Sunday at the NJPAC.org with the UB40, Big Mountain, uh... The original Whalers are going to be there as well. Or we got any show you want at the Brookart Theater. That's brookarts.org, and they've got some fantastic shows. I'm going to be there with Bobby Collins on October the 8th. Let's go to uh, Tom is in North Plainfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tom. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing great. <laughs> great. I love it. Did you have a good day today or a great day today? Oh, I did. I did. What'd you do? What was so great? Best thing happened to you today? Worked and uh, hung out with my fiance and the kitties. You worked and you went out with the fiance. Oh, how many kitties does she have? We have two. Really? Like cats or actual kids? Uh, cats. Oh, okay. When you say kitties, I thought maybe, you know. All right, yeah. that's good. So you go out with the fiance and the kitties? No, no. We, we went out to dinner and then uh, we came home and children are kitties oh okay all right uh, what's your category 70s or 80s uh, big 80s kids so let's go with the 80s all right hot steaming cup of 80s won't you come see about me i'll be alone dancing you know it, baby what's the name of the song what's the name of the song don't you forget about Don't me. Don't you forget about me. Don't you forget about me. Right. There we go. We bet. We bet. I got it. I got it. Let's go to uh, Tom is in Phillipsburg. We got the Tom Tom Club here. Hi, Tom. Hey, Steve-O. How you doing? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Good, good. All right. I know you've been practicing. I know you drive around all weekend trying to write these lyrics down for nights like tonight, Tom. I know this. That's right. So let's, let's try for the 70s. 70s. I mean, that was before your time, Tom. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, loving you isn't the right thing to do. Wow. Oh, come on, Tom. How many times have you heard that in your life, Tom? Seriously. You know, so many times. <laughs> I know, Tom. Seriously, right? Come on. Like, you haven't heard this line before? Loving you isn't the right thing to do? You got me, Steve. You don't have it? No. All right. I hate to do this. I'm a loser. It hurts you more than it hurts me, Tom. I'm a loser. All right. Let's go to Sandy's in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Sandy. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. How are you? I dropped out. I'm doing really good. All right. You sound a little distant. You got to put the phone closer to your mouth. No, I'm driving. I'm on, uh, I'm leaving Newark now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Be careful. 
Yeah, yeah, it's only a little traffic. That's all right. It's only Newark. That's all right. People, you so you sound so much better when you're leaving Newark anyway. Uh, what is, what is, <laughs> what's your category? Uh, it's just the traffic. Really? What's the biggest? What's the big th best thing that happened to you today? I'm leaving Newark. Okay, that's good. <laughs> no, no, everything. I'm doing good now. Woke up a good mood, feeling good. That's the main thing. All right. Feeling good. All right. Let's see if we continue this, Sandy. What is your category? What are they? 70s or 80s? Oh, boy. Uh, give me the 80s, I think. They're only going to get... The questions are only going to get tougher after this, Sandy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, uh, she's a good girl. Loves her mama. Oh, God. Tom Petty. What is it? Uh, 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 wait. Uh, say it again. <laughs> she's a good girl. Loves her mama. Oh, God, I know it. Oh, God. Uh, let me think. Share with uh, the class? Uh, what is it? Uh, come on. Sandy? Uh, I forgot. I forget it. Oh, wait, wait. Free for all in now. Ah, you got it. Look at this. Even though she doubts herself, I am there to save her. That is the question everybody asks before my next guest comes on. What the hell are you doing here? It's you in Ambler. What's up, pal? Yo, what's going on, my friend? You are. So are the Giants going to have a good year? <laughs> Don't depress me. I'm doing a radio show. No, they're going to have a good year, man. The Eagles, I don't know. But anyway, listen. Yes. Uh... Raymond's doing jokes now? I don't know. He's crossing the bridge. He's going. He's becoming a more well-rounded entertainer, I think. I mean, you know, he, he's trying to, like, I, I, I think he's trying to take over uh, Steve Trevelisse's show here. I don't know. Hey, listen, but, you know, I love opening lines because I'm 0-20. <laughs> opening lines. All right. Well, this is where we break the streak, okay? Well, yeah. no. But the main thing is, it's because people don't listen to the lyrics, you know. They just hear songs and, you know. But the song starts them off. So I give them yeah. the line, and the line kicks them into the song, and the song takes them to the chorus, which is usually containing the title, and there we go. Right. But they, when they say it, it's not in the title. But I got a joke for you. Another one with the joke. What, what is this? The, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen since, to this. Since when did this become a, what you call it, uh, American Idol? America's got talent. America's got jokes. Jersey's got jokes. Uh, what do you, this better not be one that gets me kicked go. off the air. Go ahead. Here we go. You remember, you remember Dan Quayle, right? Yeah, the vice president. We misspelled potato. Quayle, how did Dan Quayle get to the right White House? How did Dan Quayle, this is old, how did Dan Quayle get to the White House? Through the bushes. <laughs> All right, what is your category now? 70s or 80s? Right. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the 70s. All right, from the 70s. 
Uh, Bruce Springsteen, was he back then? Again, right? Now he's bringing jokes and he wants to pick his category. Why don't you just mail me the song and I'll give it to you. The mountain is high, the valley is low. The mountain is high. The valley is low. The valley is low. Wow, someone wrote a song about that? Exactly. I got to get the news, you I'm getting Chad's looking at me going, come on, I got to talk about what's going on here. And, and back in the 70s, everybody was high, so. Uh, uh, the mountain's high. The valley is low. Oh, that's got to be Abba. Uh, I'm a loser. A good guess. I'm a loser. 10.30. Now, the latest New Jersey news. Jersey's opening lines. I give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5. When the music comes out to play, these Sinatra tickets are flying out the window. So if you want them, you better call. You better win fast. It's going to be August 27th. It's going to be uh, OceansAC.com. Sinatra starring Michael Martucci, Tom Dreesen, the Tom Dreesen, a 22-piece orchestra. Well, we got any show you want at the Brookhart Theater. I'll be there with Bobby Collins, October the 8th. They got the Duprees. They got uh, an Eagles Act. They got a Stones Act. Uh, you name it, they got it. Uh, or we've got the uh, Bigger Bigger Rhythm Tour. How cool is it? Marijuana is now legal in New Jersey, and we have a reggae show coming to the NJ Pack this Sunday, and you could be there. You'll be 40, Big Mountain, the original Whalers. Uh, Mike is in Avenel on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Steve O, my favorite paisan. Hey, what's going on? Comedy night tonight, I guess, huh? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Everybody's bringing their own jokes. I feel like it feels like a potluck. You know, help yourself to any casserole you want on the table. I'm not a casserole fan, Steve. Yeah, really? He's more like a scarole fan. Scarole <laughs> and pepperoni and some beans. Now you're talking. Oh, I like that. Yeah, really. That's called the winter soup. All right. Yeah. What is your category? Well, since I just got done with some Mother Nature, we're going to go Stoner 70s. Stoner 70s. All right, let's Come see. On. All right, let me see for for the mother na for the mother nature in us. I, I got to get a nice uh, a nice uh, song that would fit that. Uh, let's see, I love that one. Yeah, no, that one even. All right, let's see. Uh, I want to get I want to get just the right one here. Uh, you would think these people would be a little more on this, right? Uh, all right, here we go. When I was young, it seemed that life was so wonderful. Life was so wonderful. When I was young, it seemed that life was so wonderful. Life was so wonderful. I know the song, Steve. Well, sing it. You I'm know trying. it. A second. Super Tramp. Yeah. No? What's the name of the song? Super Tramp, right? What's the name of the song? The logical song. It's a logical song. Hey, if it's a logical Super Tramp, it's a logical song. Gotta tell you this, right? Wendy is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Wendy. Hello, how are you? I'm good, you? Okay, can't, can't complain. Well, it's early yet, Wendy. I'll ask you in an hour. What is your category, kiddo? 80s. 80s. Yeah, that was before your time, Wendy. 
A woman of few words. Okay. Now, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going? Now, I don't know where I'm going. Now, I don't know where I'm going. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I don't know where I'm going. Wait. No, I don't know where I'm going? That's the lyric. No, I don't know where I'm going. Uh, hmm. That's 80s? <laughs> That's 80s. No, I don't know where I'm going. Oh, you got to remember the video from this. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Wendy. I don't know where I'm going. You know, Wendy don't know where she's going. She don't even know where loser. she's been. Uh. I'm a loser. All right, where can we go? Where do we go from here? That was a disco song in the 70s, right? Please tell me, where do we go from... All right, stop that. Uh, Matt is in Middletown. We call him Middletown Matt on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Matthew? Hey, what's up, Steve? I'm good. How about you, pal? I'm good, man. Just got out of work. Ah, right, what do you do? I work for uh, IFS over in Hazlitt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done this a million times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We should have this down pat by now. It is the act. Okay, what do you know? Uh, do I got to do the package joke as well? <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your... Yeah, I know you've told that to everybody by now, right? What is your category? I'll do 70s. 70s for Matt. All right. Uh, I remember when Rock was young. I remember when Rock was young. Um, oh, Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Yeah, I believe he was doing wrestling at that point when The Rock was young, right? Hold right, well on. Uh, one of the best rock jocks ever is a guy named Steve Sutton. And uh, he took me on the wing a long time ago and taught me how to do that. And he puts up on his Facebook page a picture of Elton John and a little mini me picture of the rock sitting on his knee. And underneath it says, I remember when rock was young. <laughs> I one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. It's Jersey's opening lines. We give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey one zero one point five. When the music comes out to play, and if you get it right, we got Sinatra tickets while they last in Atlantic City. Uh, that's not the real Sinatra. It's the Michael Martucci Sinatra with Tom Dreesen and a twenty-two piece orchestra. We've got the uh, Bigger Bag of Rhythm tour on Sunday at the uh, NJ Pack, and that's UB forty, Original Whalers, Big Mountain. And the Maxi Priest, and we got uh, Book Art Theater, any show in Boundbrook. A great theater, great music, great shows they have there. I'll be there October 8th with Bobby Collins. Reliable. Speaking of an endless summer, New Jersey 101.5 is giving you a free getaway to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on the New Jersey 101.5 app to win. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, where legendary entertainment lives. Making an endless summer with a free AC getaway from New Jersey 101.5.
the home of Jersey's opening lines. We give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5 when the music comes out to play. And if you get it right, you got your choice. We got the Sinatra Show at the Ocean Casino starring Michael Martucci, Tom Dreesen, 22-piece orchestra. We've got the uh, Big Bag of Rhythm Tour, the uh, reggae show at the NJ Pack this Sunday with UB40, Big Mountain, Maxi Priest, uh, Original Whalers, or we've got any show you want at the Brook Art Theater. That's brookarts.org, and they got the Rocky Horror Picture Show. They got uh, Bobby Collins and I. They got the Winslow, Arizona, the Winslow, the Eagle Show. Uh, the Duprees are going to be there. Uh, the Rolling Stones uh, Tribute Show is going to be there. Lots of, lots of good things happening. So, the categories are 70s and 80s. We're going to Woodbury to talk to Jimbo. What's up, Jimbo? Steve, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you, pal? <laughs> Doing great. All right. Pleasure. What's the best thing to happen to you today, Jim? I woke up, Steve. All right. There you go. That was a good <laughs> sign. Every day is a blessing. Exactly. All right. Are we going to be blessed tonight with the 80s or the 70s? We are going to do 70s. 70s. All right. Let's see what we got here from the 70s. Uh, this is a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Oh, of course. Uh, Take the money and run. Take the money and run. Take the money and run. You want to give yourself a treat. Go uh, 1969. Woody Allen's first movie was called Take the Money and Run. One of the funniest openings ever where he plays Virgil and he's a, a prisoner trying to escape. So he makes a gun out of soap. And he escapes, and he gets over the prison wall in the pouring rain, and he goes to pull the gun on the cops, and he's got a handful of suds. <laughs> then he gets out. He's he's in a diner, and uh, he's talking to the guy. like He's facing one way, and the guy in the booth behind him is facing the other way, and this is the guy supposed to help him. So he's giving the information to the guy, and next thing you know, the guy gets up to go to the bathroom, and two cops sit down, and Virgil continues to give the information to the guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess you had to be there. All right. Uh, let's go to Chris in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Very good. Heading to work. Where you work? I worked for uh, ShopRite out of the warehouse down in, uh, in Edison. Okay. Thank God there's things to unload. Most of these shelves have been empty lately at these stores. Yeah, we never stop 24-7. Love it. What's your category, my friend? Um, 70s. 70s? That's way before your time, Chris. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to make this real easy on you, Chris. I got one simple question. Is this the real life? That would be Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. It would be Bohemian Rhapsody. Another winner! Chicken dinner. I like I'm at Seaside Heights and bringing us home safely as usual. Andrew is in Flemington. What's up, Andrew? How you doing, Steve? My secondary antidepressant. How's your night today? Buddy? Not bad. I can't complain. It's been a very good night. I'm glad to hear the man from Ambler, even though you're not giving away lottery tickets. You know what? It's always good to hear you. As usual. Yeah. You I know have what? for you a quick. A quick you have to get for me a phone that works, Andrew. Andrew? I think I lost him. I don't know. All right. Uh, 
Let me see, Andrew, if you call back in the next minute, I can get you on. Otherwise, you know, I got to run. All right. Uh, so go to nj1015.com. As long as I got time, go to nj1015.com and check out the Steve Trevelisse page. There's a lot going on. All right, Andrew, you back? Yeah. All right. I got a, I got a riddle. What do you call fake macaroni? What do you call fake macaroni? Impasta. Impasta. Very good. Very good. Okay. Now, what is your category? Musical impression. Can you imagine Bob Dylan singing Elvis Presley, Don't Be Cruel? You wouldn't understand none of it. Don't be cruel, dude. Huh? Can't shoot. Okay. I'll try the 80s, Mr. Steve. The 80s. Okay. Let's go to your lights are on, but you're not home. Your lights are on, but you're not home. Let's do Bob Dylan. Thank you, man. Yes. Robert Palmer. Yes. I want to have the face of you addicted to love. There he is. There he is. All right. You have a great weekend, and we shall talk on Monday. Jersey. This has been the Steve Travelee Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.